Welcome to Wisdom Plug Podcast with your host, Yemi Davids. The wiser you are, the better you live. Today we are talking about relationship matters. We want to do this at least one Sunday every month because I realize that um, we are created for connections. In fact, the way your relationships go determines your joy and happiness in life. I've seen people with money but are devastated because no relationship. So for singles and married, we need to keep learning how to manage our relationships. I I said to couples, especially by the time you age and your children go and marry, how will the home be? Now that you are maybe fighting your wife, no friendship, and you are bragging with the cars, now that all the two children or three of them, they've left the home, you are now there with your husband or there with your wife, how would life be? Loneliness can kill. But before that time shows up, the investment has to be now. How you relate. And this thing doesn't happen by chance. It's not that uh, they don't teach us in school. It's amazing. We go to school, do accounting, we do engineering, we do everything. Nobody teaches marriage 101. Did you do marriage 101 in school? Put up your hand. But you do accounting for how many years? How many years? Engineering? Five. Medicine? So you can be a medical doctor and be a stupid husband. You can be a great engineer and be a, stu- a foolish wife. Because what you don't learn, you will fail at it. We will not be miserable. I said we will not be miserable. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9. If your neighbor sleeps, slap him that. <laughs> Just slap him. If they will slap me, pastor says I should slap you. <laughs> Ecclesiastes 4 9. I wish they taught us this since early. We had to be rushing and reading to meet up. Courtship and marriage are not the same thing, no? Eh? Because uh, cutting, yes, it's not for marrying. <laughs> Glory to God. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. That is God's intention. For the singles in the house that are wondering, why should I get married? Two are better than one. I am better off today because I'm married and God has helped us with a measure of agreement. I look at our children at home and I'm amazed at the kind of work my wife does with them, education-wise. I mean, we bless God. They are doing well in school, but she invests more time, you know, than me. In fact, some of the things they do, I don't know how to handle it. Praise the Lord. The mathematics they are doing now, SS2, what do you call it? Yeah, what do you call it? Year 10 or yeah, whatever. The mathematics, I can't handle it. Even primary school, self. And then you find that child and mother are doing assignment for three hours. We now ask who is doing the homework. I'm glad I'm married. I'm glad I'm, I'm, glad I'm married. She's more patient than I am. When I get gifts, I want to rip it open. I've tried that several in this church. I want to just tear and get to the gift. One day I was tearing one. I tore money. Yeah, that's the truth. I tore the money. That, she had to help me gum it back. So when I get gifts now, I give it to her. She can unknot it, you know. Just, and I, wanna, I just want to open it. open it. This is God's agenda. Two are better than one because they have a good word for their labor. Verse 10. 
For if they fall, one will what? This is very important. May you not be alone in life in Jesus' name. Oh. I mean, this is not just about marriage. It's the principle of collaboration. Ability to relate with people that even if you are falling, are there people that can carry your case in prayers, even financially? He said, for if they fall, one will lift up his companion. But woe to him who is alone when he falls, for he has no one to help him up. Verse 11. Again, if two lie down together, they will keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? Verse 12. Better, verse 12. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can what? And a threefold cord you cannot handle. So in the place of prayer, when you and your spouse stand together in prayers, amazing things happen. Prayer advantage, business advantage, financial advantage. That is God's intention. If the two are working in what? Agreement and understanding. But that agreement in marriage does not just start in marriage. It starts as a single. The way you are. A lizard in Nigeria cannot become an alligator in America. If you are always disagreeable as a person, as a single, you are proud, you, 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 the marriage will succeed. You, so you can't just get married and think, oh, now that I'm married, I, I'm a different person. No, if you are battling with pride, for instance, or some, some kind of attitude, it will show up in your marriage and it will always alienate the other person. I had to do a lot of changes when we got married. The first two years, <laughs> it looked like this is, we are in Pluto. You know Pluto? Ah, ah, what is this one? Ah, I mean, courtship, we had a great time. I love you, love you so much. I like you, are quiet. You're just quiet. Just peaceful. No. And then you get married after one year. Ah, what is all this? I'm a choleric. You know, cholerics, we, we can be impatient. We don't show emotions. In those days, when you cry, you are annoying me more. Why are you crying now? Why? What is it? Every time you be crying, every time you be crying. <laughs> I had to learn. When God hook your neck like this, God hooks your nose in prayers. I had to learn. If you are willing to change, you will self-destruct. <laughs> you have to be patient now. When your wife is crying, what do you do? Eh? You cry with her. That's even a, that's advanced chemistry. I didn't know. <laughs> advanced chemistry. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Some men, they'll be laughing at the woman. <laughs> You're crying. Look at that. <laughs> okay, let's talk about some things I, I believe will help us do well in our relationships, whether married or single. Number one, uh, uh, the law of eventuality. The law of eventuality. Proverbs 22.3. Sorry. Proverbs 22.3, please. 22. A prudent... Can we read it together? And by the way, as I, as I teach, I want to appeal to you uh, whether you see man or there, just see it as individual, right? 
just put if you are female or male, okay? Don't allow the tenses affect us. A prudent man foresees what? Evil and does what? But the simple pass on and her what? A prudent person is able to evaluate the way he's doing and project into the future and see the outcome. If you project and the outcomes will be destructive or devastating, it should compel you to make changes now. Can we have this verse in easy to read version after that AMP? A lot of people don't think. You can't just get angry at home and, and say, I, I, I'm, I'm walking out of this marriage. You walk out, you're walking back. Because if you think, okay, if you now walk out, what's the next thing? You marry somebody, yes? Uh-huh. Or so, and so what? You don't, you don't have other children, second half children, one quarter children. And then, and, then, and, then, and then how will your life be in the next 30 years? He said, wise people do what? Are you there? Praise the Lord. Are you there now? Wise people do what? They see trouble. That means you can see trouble if you think. They see trouble and get out of his way. But fools, they go straight to it and suffer. Think. Just married for three years. But the way you are talking to your wife, if you look at it well, you know you'll be divorced in five years' time. You know? If you don't know, then you are foolish. That the way you are talking to her, the way you are fighting her, the way everything is going, at just three or four years, what will happen in ten years? That if you don't make changes now, you will be divorced. Now, if you know that this will lead to a divorce on your own, go Google the effect of divorce. Just Google it. And read the effect of divorce on your health, on your finance, on your spiritual life, on your children. And then, may it correct you today. And people just, you know, think, 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 think. Your eating habits. Now you are just uh, 41 and they are saying you are overweight. How will your 50 now be? Over, over. You change your diet. It's the capacity to project and make changes now and change the outcomes. Look at your, I mean, we had a very fantastic delivery this morning on finances. So many things to repent about. About how you handle your money. If you are living above your size, you, 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 you live below your earning so you can save. And you project it the way I'm living now. The way it is going, I might end up being poor. And then start making changes now. So in all our relationships, think ahead. And for all our precious singles in the house, if the man is beating you now as a single, what does that mean? What will happen? Huh? What will happen in marriage? You almost killed her. Hmm. I pray you will not be blinded by what they call love, love is blind. So it's because they beat him and I heal you. Think. I was to marry somebody else. I mean, she's a Christian. She was a good person. But I, I, I mean... Father, forgive me here. I went to their home and, you know, I looked at the scenario. And I could see that, ah, this cannot work. Believe me. Wise people can see. I could see, I looked at the setting of the home. I knew I was going to be a pastor. And I said, ah, this setting, my, this is going to be my parents' in-law. 
this one. I might be fighting this war and the ministry war. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. The law of eventuality that the way it is, if I project, what will happen? And what God will do for you as a covenant child is he will provide you signs. That's how loving he is. He will provide you signs. But many people stubbornly, or they suffocate it and still go ahead. And scripture says they are punished. Many of the punishments we go through is a forward. What's a forward? You should know that by now in this ministry. It's self what? Afflicted. Don't come and tell me as a single, I don't normally like fat people, pastor. I don't like big people, but the Holy Ghost kept insisting as was Maria, you lie. And now you're married after five years, the war is, I don't like her size. Is it the Holy Spirit that will stay with her home? You are lying. You like her or what? Or you like her money or something. The law of eventuality. Evaluate your habits, your lifestyle, your actions, and by yourself project into the future, it will demand present changes. You see, if there's anything that will help you in life, is self-confrontation. You can be deceiving people, laughing in, in church, you know, they don't, but you know how you are. You know the state of things. Think again. Wake up in the night, 11 p.m., before you sleep, I mean, before you pray, think, think, and project yourself. That, ah, there has to be some changes out here. Praise the Lord. Number two, the law of love. And I will always love you. Woo. Love. Your love is Time. Your love is. You sing it to God, though. Even the men in the service. Your love is patient. God said, that love should make you to be patient too at home. <laughs> love never fails. Let me show you a scripture. First John chapter 4, verse 7. You have to grow. In your love work, relationships will not work, especially marriage, when love is taken out. Beloved, let us love one another. Love is of God. For love is what? Are you there? For love is of? Guys on these screens, please do this right. For, for, beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone who loves is what? Uh-huh. And, 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 that means, if you claim to know God, we don't evaluate it by your activities in church. The main evaluation is how you express the love of God. If I verse 8 makes it clearer, verse 8 says, he who does not love does not what? For... For God is love. So if this God is at work in a home, it shouldn't fail. 
Now, when I say God now, you can now like replace it with what? Love. It didn't say God is like love. It's direct, right? I mean, <laughs> literature. God is. It's not that God is as love, you know, as, as bold as a lion. No. God is love. That means if that God is in me and thriving in me, I will exhibit love without praying. It will ooze out because that if religion is in me, I might not show love. Education, I might not show love. But if God is the one that is in me and growing in me, then I should show love. All the kindness, the forgiveness, the patience, the respect for the other person, you know, will we, we, we'll thrive. And when that is there, Satan is defeated. So at the root of many crises is lack of spiritual growth. Do you understand? Because when we say spiritual growth, God is growing in you. And if God is growing in you, it's like, it's like love is what? Growing in you. If love is growing in you, you won't be behaving the way you are behaving. So it's not enough for me to tell a husband or a wife, eh, be patient with her, eh, be kind with her, you know, calm down. All those things we say, somebody can act it in one week. But if God is not thriving that person, they will revert to status quo. You need to pay attention to your spiritual development, especially the great men in the house. I know you know what is happening on, on Twitter, all that is happening uh, about defection, you know, <laughs> defection. defection. But do you know God? Verse 8, put, put it on screen, verse 8. Do you know God? Do you know? He said, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Are you growing in him? If they ask you what's happening in the political terrain, you can talk for two hours. But if they ask you to quote three scriptures, will you be stammering? And they say, praise God, praise the God. Your language shows you don't know him. Praise the God. Praise the God. Say so you take prayer, morning, morning uh, prayer in the family. Now be using bullying, spiritual bully. Father, thank you for everything. You want to lash here? I like that. be using just traditional language. You don't know, and you don't know God, and you will behave like a beast at home, because without this love, I'm, I'm challenging you, and that's why sometimes we encourage our ladies when you are praying for your man. Yeah, pray for money, but pray that he knows God more. When he's growing in God, a lot of things will settle in that home. If our money will come. Matthew 12, 43. Matthew 12, 43. So pay attention to your relationship with God. I, I'm, a, I'm an example. If I wasn't saved or growing in God, I would be very brutal. Ah. Yeah. But God is love. You can't worship God effectively and be unforgiving. Except I worship an idol. You can't. Worship God effectively and you lift your hands in the morning or in the night, 12 midnight to pray effectively and you hate your wife. It won't go. You will know. You will, be, you will do like this. You will put your hand down. You resolve this. And it's that process that heals the marriage. And then when you open the word and you are reading, the word of God, you know, is inspired. Is spirit inside it. As it's entering you, it will be melting your heart. 
correcting your head, repositioning you. That way, you cannot malfunction. Hallelujah. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest, and finds none. Are we awake today? This is when something leaves you. You, you maybe just got born again, and then you're knowing God at, at the early stage, and then some things leave you, you know, habits, wrong association. You know, so when an unclean spirit goes out of a man, he goes through dry places, seeking rest, and finds none. Verse 44. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. If you see this, it means many of the things that you battled before you got saved will try to come back. Habits. It will try to come back. He said, I will return to my house from which I came. And when that demon comes, he now finds it what? Empty. Ah, swept. In order, no refill, no replacement, no growth. See what he does. Next verse. And he goes and says, ah, there is accommodation. And takes with him, how many? Seven what? More what? And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. So shall, be, uh, shall it also this week. I, I need you to cover up. That's why you, you met some Christians. They left maybe smoking. For some years. And then they were empty spiritually. Suddenly, he's even now smoking more. And you don't wonder, was he really saved? He was saved. God had delivered him or her. But if you don't fill up, you can be worse than before. More carry one woman before he got saved. Cannot be carried the entire village. The one that used to just warn the wife with one finger before. Be careful, be careful. Cannot become a full-scale wrestler. But remember the verse we read earlier. When an unclean spirit leaves. So things leave us. We are delivered. We are rescued. But you got to fill up. I beg you for your own sake. And your children and grandchildren's sake. Grow spiritually. It's not religion. It's sense. Grow in God. When your battery is low, you know it. A man is not old until he stops learning. When you stop learning, you start dying. Learning is the key to greatness. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church at The Goodland, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki, Ogbudu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo Davids. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org. Global Impact Church. Think greatness. Achieve greatness.